0: The Wine Taste Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the new episode of The Wine Taste Podcast. This is Antonello Biancalana and we are going to talk about uh, grapes. After having talked about uh, sensorial tasting, the subject of grapes is quite wide and long considering the high number of varieties existing in the world. This time we are going to talk about a very special grape, probably one of the most looked for in the world of wine, in particular for red wine lovers, including myself, of course, because I consider this variety to be one of the best grapes in the world for the production, uh, both of red wines as well as sparkling wines. It is a French grape, and it is very known in the world because of the elegance and class of its wine. The grape is Pinot Noir, and uh, I'm sure that many of you who are listening to this podcast are probably divided in two uh, sides, the ones who love Pinot Noir, and I'm among them, and uh, those who do not like Pinot Noir or... Uh, simply hate it. This is a very difficult grape, it is uh, the classical uh, grape that you love it or hate it, and uh, the reason is probably more than one, in particular for the wine styles and so distant from the most popular wines including uh, uh, Merlot, Cabernet, Sauvignon, where you have powerful wines with a full body, full structures, well Pinot Noir is not the case. Before talking about the qualities of Pinot Noir that you can find in the glass, uh, let's start about a bit of history. It is not clear the origin of Pinot Noir, many support the idea that the the, the grape is uh, original from France and it is supposed that The grape was found in France even before the arrival of the ancient Romans but there are many who support the idea that uh, Pinot Noir is not a French grape not in the origin and even considering that Pinot Noir is probably for the Middle East. However, it is very common in in Burgundy, in France and in Champagne of course and all of us may consider that Pinot Noir is a uh, French grape, of course, and in this country, it is capable of giving probably the, the very best examples of red wines made from this grape, as well as the sparkling wines. If we consider champagne, the so-called blanc de noir, having the the fullest body of the champagne, and Pinot Noir is responsible for that. The first written mention about Pinot Noir is uh, about at the end of the thirteenth century but this written document did not state Pinot Noir but Morillon, this is just another name for Pinot Noir and uh, some places in France still use this name it is not clear the origin of Morillon, some believe that the name is from La Moree which, which was a river uh, now it is not existing anymore, uh, flowing in Ile de France, an administrative region in which today is found Paris. It was believed that the signs of this reader, the Pinot Noir was widely cultivated. The name Pinot Noir uh, appears for the first time one century later than that and for the first time the grape is called Pinot because of the shape of the, bl- the bunches recall a pine cone and that's the reason why today we call this grape Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir is considered to be a genetically unstable variety and it is believed that today there are more than one thousand varieties derived from Pinot Noir and still today we have so many uh, popular grapes Uh, originated from Pinot Noir, including Pinot Blanc, Pinot Gris and of course Pinot Meunier, the other uh, red berry grapes uh, very common in the Champagne and part of the Champagne blend. Pinot Noir is a very hard grape to cultivate in the vineyard. It is very, very sensitive to uh, climate into the soil and the best example of the Pinot Noir are from the area's heavier temperate climate and having calcareous clay soils. The Pinot Noir is uh, an early budding uh, variety uh, as well as an early harvesting variety and its homeland indisputably is Burgundy and of course Champagne. Outside France Pinot Noir is found in New Zealand, Tasmania and uh, also in Italy uh, there are good examples of Pinot Noir in particular in the uh, Alto Adige area uh, near the Alps and this confirms that Pinot Noir does not like warm climate and prefers to be in cool places like the auto adige. Outside Italy, outside Europe there are good examples of Pinot Noir, and notably in the other side of the ocean, not on the other sides of the Atlantic but of the Pacific Oregon. In the United States make very good examples of Pinot Noir, including some areas of California and in South America we find Pinot Noir in, in some coastal regions of Chile. Pinot Noir it is not very easy to cultivate and uh, it is also not easy to vinify. Like I said it is a variety that makes wine of the style love it or hate it and this is because most of people have as a a sensorial reference the full-bodied wines and the very dark wines made from Merlot, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon or well, Pinot Noir is not the case. It's probably the opposite of all of that. First of all, uh, the appearance. The color of Pinot Noir is not very deep and also transparency is very high. So in Pinot Noir you will never have a uh, deep color. Transparency impenetrable to light and this is because Pinot Noir is not rich in chlorine substances as well as polyphenol and tannins. Uh, This also reflects in taste, as Pinot Noir never has a tannic attack or a tannic taste, uh, as well as uh, not very full-bodied wines, but here elegance and class is the key. On the other side there is another typical characteristics of Pinot Noir which is crispness. Pinot Noir is a quite acidic grape and uh, this is a characteristic making Pinot Noir elegant uh, to the taste. As for the aromas, Pinot Noir is uh, absolutely interesting. However, it takes the best best quality in order to make a wonderful wine. During the youth, in uh, Pinot Noir you can smell fresh fruit, red varied fruits such as cherry and raspberry but uh, with time and Pinot Noir, the best examples of Pinot Noir can also age uh, for more than 10-15 years and uh, after that time Pinot Noir gets very very complex aromas such as game or truffle, mushrooms, undergrowth for example, very very complex and, and wonderful aromas during age, at the end of the age. Because of its characteristics, Pinot Noir is of course aged in wood and uh, casks and, and barrels, but winemakers usually follow a different approach than the other wines uh, like Merlot or Cabernet Sauvignon. Because of its delicate nature, Pinot noir is rarely fermented of aged in Varric because the wood will cover completely cover and change the nature of Pinot Noir. So although the Pinot Noir is aged in wood, here the key is just to keep the wood very low and the impact very low, just because to not to cover the characteristics of Pinot Noir, which is however elegant, subtle aromas, and uh, never give it wood aromas. It is of course a matter of uh, taste but having a Pinot Noir with a very strong wood aroma you would destroy the elegance of Pinot Noir forever. Also for this reason Pinot Noir is not an easy wine, not even in vineyard, not even in a winery, just because it is very hard to keep the best qualities of Pinot Noir up to the glasses. It is probably a wine not for all and like I said it is one of those wines that love it or hate it. I'm of course among the ones who absolutely love it. Okay? time is up I understand that Pinot Noir would deserve a a longer time however I'm sure we will cover this subject in future but for the moment that's all and let me thank all of you who are listening to our podcast at each episode we are very happy for that and of course thank you very much indeed for following us and for listening to our podcast. That's all for the moment, and of course I hope you will join us in the next episode of the Wine Taste Podcast, and I wish, as usually, just to have a wonderful wine in moderation, provided it is always a very good wine. The Wine Taste Podcast